following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is Mick Shots. Streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. It's noon on a Tuesday inside the SWBC podcast studio here at the beautiful Star in Frisco, and it's time for another edition of Mix Shots. Mickey Spagnola is here. Bill Jones is here. Nate Newton is here for the vacationing Everson Walls. How many times can you come out of the bullpen and pitch uh, five innings? Well, he's going back-to-back. Back. Yeah. Back-to-back back days. He's going to have a sore arm. No, sir. No, sir. <laughs> That's what they pay me for. <laughs> I'm not like these new kids. That's what they pay uh, me like, for. This is goose gossage. Yes. This is going going yeah. back in the day. And yeah. it, he'll give you he'll give you a three inning save yes. on back to back days. Yes. There you go. I'll All right. Long. You know he started with the White Sox. We we always have to bring it back to Chicago. That's well, right. that's a good thing. And we're going to Chicago today. <laughs> that's right. Because all of a sudden, the monsters of the Midway are headed here noon Sunday to take on the Cowboys. They reared their bare heads last <laughs> night, didn't they? Boy. So that wasn't the team we expected to no, see? No, it was not, and certainly not the offense. Um um, I would like to point out, and not only was that the highest scoring game the Bears have had since they drafted Justin Fields, mm-hmm. that was his absolute best performance. Just in time to come to AT&T Stadium on Sunday. Now, I don't know <laughs> if that was, you know, the blue moon, uh, but... Uh, was there a was, blue moon? I don't know, but he was awfully good. There was some kind of moon out there in New England. Um, and I've got a uh, sports writing college roommate, uh, retired already, but he's the biggest Bears fan ever. He was one of those guys where – so, John, uh, in 1974, the Bears played da-da-da, and he'd give me the score of the game, right? Mm-hmm. He claims that was – Fields' best performance of his career. And I don't think that's going out on a limb uh, to look at what he did in that game. Yeah, because he threw for 179 yards. That's right. And he probably <laughs> he probably hadn't done that very much, and he ran for 82. But here was the key thing. He was 11 of 18 on third down. Mm. And 10 of those were in his hand, either running or throwing. And and that's what the uh, the old regime bought him in there for to be a true uh, dual threat quarterback. Uh, and and uh, this kid has figured it out now. I mean, he he had a couple of nice reads, and when he those reads wasn't there, he uh, took the ball down and he got into the flow of a game. And what scared me, Mick, and what scared me, Bill, is once he really stopped feeling confident. Now, you saw where a couple of times they had this kid totally bottled up. And like Houdini, he came out of there and got a 
what, almost a 10-yard loss turned into a 20-yard gain for a first down. And you saw his confidence start to grow. I mean, he was nonchalant during the game, not. but as, as the game went on, you saw him on the sideline. He kind of started being that guy we saw at, is it Ohio State? Does I got him right? Yeah. Right. Yes, right. and uh, he started becoming that kid. And, boy, it's just going to be exciting to, to watch him come in here and see what he do against this top-ranked defense. The other thing I thought was of concern is with his 82 yards rushing, mm-hmm. they ran for 243 yards. Mm-hmm. Wow. Now, I don't know what New England's got. but Well, New England, before last night, seemed to be rounding into form. Right? <laughs> New England can stop the run. Mm-hmm. That Don't ever – ask Cleveland mm-hmm. and ask the team before that. Detroit. Yeah. So they can stop the run. Bill believes in that. Do you? I don't want you running in the middle. I do not want you running outside. I want to make you one-dimensional where I can have you in third and long, where I can put these top-notch corners on you one-on-one. He did not allow that to happen. They stayed with the chains all night, Mick. Well, and I don't know if the other running backs that – was it Montgomery and Herbert? Herbert, yeah. If they were effective because Fields is running for 82 yards – and it kind of distracted the attention on maybe them, but that was pretty impressive running performance. Yeah, check the history of uh, Coach Belichick. Uh, he's nervous. The only thing ever made him nervous is a running quarterback, a very athletic quarterback. Check him, check him, and that and that he'll tell you. You mentioned running quarterback, and he'll say, "Well, just." Uh, you know, he kind of muddles out. You know what I'm saying? Did you see any of his postgame? No, nah, no. Nah. What did he say? What did oh, he say? Oh, golly. Um, did, you, uh, did you change quarterbacks from uh, Fields to Zappy? No, from Jones. No, I mean uh, Jones to Zappy uh, because of performance? That was the plan. Was that the plan, like, to go to him so much the rest of the game? We were going to play two quarterbacks. It just kept going odd, and they kept trying. And I don't think he gave one answer more than eight words. Here's here's what I loved about it. Okay, so it's only Belichick could do this or would do this. All right. So, and assuming Jones is healthy, which he was because he started the game, right? And that was another of the questions. Okay. Yes. All right. So he elects to go with the quarterback who two years ago was the quarterback of a 1-3 Houston Baptist team in a COVID-shortened year, okay, over the guy that two years ago was the consensus All-American Davey O'Brien Award winner for the national champion Crimson Tide of Alabama. And it's a meritocracy. And then Mickey, it's a meritocracy. It was <laughs> it was for it was for one half, right? Because if you look at the two touchdowns that they the, the kid came in and threw, those were like kind of one in one hundred completion <laughs> passes that the guys made great catches on. And then the whole second, did they even score in the second half? But Mick, he went no. he no, went don't. against the Parcells Jimmy Johnson theory. They, they believe in riding the hot hand. They look at their locker rooms and see who their players. That player made that play for that kid, right. that receiver. Right. It, 
that ain't been happening for Jones, even though Jones has been successful. I know, I know. And so what Coach Belichick is going to have with his coaching staff is who do we start? We can't. We may play this game, but we know it's not going to work because you're going to split your locker room. You're gonna. This ain't what we have over here with the Cowboys, where there's a big difference. This kid is winning, and he's winning by him. Not not. He's not the problem. That how you put that? He's winning because he is he. Okay. He makes no mistakes. That's a good way. It to ain't say no. It. Uh, uh, well, uh, like we did Cooper Rush, and I and I didn't want to bring this kid into it. Well, we winning despite of him. Uh, the defense is that. Okay, whatever you want to put this kid, Zappy, whatever his name, uh, the pizza Zappy. name, the pizza guy name, yo, <laughs> pizza guy, yeah, except, he winning because he's a bad man is except, what I'm saying. Except he got shut out the second half. It's okay. Well, it's a different game it's when a, you're yeah. playing down 33 to 14, right? Yes, you know? or 20 to 14, right? Because that's where it's well, it was 26 right. 14 at one point. Well, and, I mean, that's right, the way the right. halftime. No, but I'm saying, but the picks came after they, it was 26 yeah. 14. Yeah. Now you got to throw the ball. But that was a Bears defense that looked very much like Matt Eberflus. Yes. Flus had him playing. How about Robert Quinn? Yeah. I'm, I'm going to tell you something. Uh, you know, a lot of people probably don't remember. It was a little bit of a debate when he was leaving. Uh, they wanted to hold on to Coach Eberflus because of who he was, young talent. You know, it wasn't a, a big rumble, but it was just enough to know that uh, we let loose a good guy. And you go back and check him with the Colts. He had them boys playing. Yeah. He had them. And you wasn't going to run the ball. But You was not going to run the ball. You know, he, he was destined to be a defensive yeah. coordinator. Yes. Made, you know. He was a pretty darn good defensive coordinator in college, I might add. Yes, sir. What college was that, Mick? Uh, the University of Missouri. Okay. Oh, really? Okay, I figured okay. he needed that. He's a <laughs> disciple of Gary Pinkle. Okay. From Toledo? Toledo. I think, so. I think I that's right. that's right. Toledo. And came to Missouri with Pinkle and became the defensive coordinator and then went to Cleveland and came here with Rob Ryan. And outlasted Rob Ryan, by the way. Yes. And then was on Marinelli with Marinelli's right. staff here. And uh, and did a good job with the Colts, too. And that's how he got the head coaching job. And, you know, and, and I was always a, a little concerned to how he would handle the big room, like to have the voice. And then I saw his postgame uh, speech in the locker room right afterwards. That that He's grown. That that that's the you know the Matt Eberflus I think people knew uh, when he was growing up in Ohio. Yes. So, so there's no walkovers in this league. That's ex- uh, yeah. <laughs> Ask Tampa Bay. Right. Ask Green Bay. Better and watch out. The list goes on and on. So uh, the Chicago Bears coming to town and. Um, you know, and the other thing with the Bears, the type offense they run. I understand it's you know different than than the Eagles. However, when you've got the threat of the running quarterback, that's that's the interesting matchup this week now against this Cowboys defense. Yep, because they've had problems. I mean, we just got to look at Philadelphia, right? Mm-hmm. They had problems with Hurts. Um, you know, they even, and I don't remember the numbers. I can look it up real quick but even a little bit with Daniel Jones when he took off running mm. in the Giants game uh, they had problems with that too so 
Uh, you know, the interesting one, that they didn't have problems with Tom Brady because they knew where he was going to be. That loss, you know what? It's starting to look bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, teams change as the season goes along. Well, you know, it, 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 it's going to remind – if it keeps going this way, it reminds me of last year when they should have beaten Tampa Bay. All the points they left on the field and what lost uh, on the walk-off field goal, that game cost them being the second seed in the playoffs, and they would have bypassed San Francisco in that first round. That's how close they were to getting that top seed. You know the way I look at that? And how many games did the Cowboys win in a row after that last year? Sometimes if you win that first game, you're not going to go on the roll. You don't go on the same roll. All I know is when you look back at it, that was a game they could have won and got to 13 wins. And and now you say, well, okay, we lost the opener. It was New England and Brady. Well, well, they ain't New England. They're not, (laughs) I mean, Tampa Bay and Brady. They maybe not be Tampa Bay and Brady just yet. We got we got two more games uh, before we get get to thinking around about the Thanksgiving or the November uh, because we got a game this week and then we got the break right yeah we got right. the break and yeah, then so, Green Bay and so now we come back and we are in the middle of the season so all right so the preseason ended in September yes, after it did. four games yes sir and so the regular season it started now. in October yeah and so the middle of the season will be after this bye week so, so the bye week is yeah. what you can say yeah and okay. so. But the one thing you cannot say, whether it's injuries or whoever, you know who you are. Coaches know their where they should know who they are. One thing that I'm I'm amazed at this year, and I may didn't notice it next year, last year, uh, Mick was the griping and the willingness of players to come out and say, "I want to play, get rid of me." Uh, mm. So I'm seeing a lot of that. But other than that, the season is playing. Right along. Just playing right along. I mean, Eva Flus, he is clearing the room of mistakes. And what I mean by that, of mental mistakes, of we're not going to play games waiting on somebody to do something uh, to make a mistake. We're going to play games. It's like who we're gonna make the, who's going to make the play. And that's what Jimmy had to clear our – just clear our system of, okay, it's the fourth quarter, it's five minutes left. Who's going to make the mistake to lose the game? You know, like kind of like Detroit did last week. It's like who's going to make the mistake to turn the game around and put us in a bad way? And that's what I think Coach Eberflus is doing with this, with this young team. Even though he didn't draft his quarterback and he brought in his own staff, he, they, they, they're starting to figure out who their players are, who can do what, and they're starting to believe his players. You know what? And it kind of reminds me a little bit of uh, this roster – He's not afraid to play those young kids. Uh, you can't. It, it, yeah, I remember uh, at the um, the very first meeting where they we in, uh, we in Oxnard. Oxnard, and you got Mr. Jones and the whole crew up there, and he said, we got to play the young guys. We can't be afraid. He said he's never been afraid, and they are playing the young guys. And same with Coach Eberflus. You – if you're going to go down, you got to go down always trying to improve. You can't go down waiting. You know, if you feel a guy in your heart, you could be wrong, but if you feel a guy is not right for your system, you got to move him over if you got somebody that's uh, competing with him. You know, so I'm, I'm with you, man. 
And they've got, in their secondary, they've got uh, two second-round draft picks. Kyler Gordon, who had an interception late in the game. Yes. And uh, Jaquan Brisker uh, out of Penn State. That who, guy was pretty good, Who are way. both playing um, – Playing well, and they they're relying on them. And you can tell you could tell Kyler Gordon on that interception. He's got some playmaking ability about him. Yeah. So yeah, no. So yeah, heads up. And, and I guarantee you, Eberflus, them being defensive guys especially, he had a big say in picking those guys. Yep. Yeah. So, I'm, yeah. I agree. So heads up to the Dallas Cowboys. All right. So a word of warning there. We got much more to get to on a Tuesday in which the practice field is empty out there as we walked in to do the show today. A player's day off here at the Star, but there's no day off for us here on Mix Shots in a moment. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. We paid how much for those lessons? Shh, she's doing great. Oh yeah, totally. Uh, Can you pass me a Pepsi Zero Sugar? (sighs) Great job, honey! Oh. Oh, look at that. That's not the end. No way. Now it's time for the encore. You know what? You're right. Five times? Not enough times. For everyone who traded in rock concerts for their kids' recitals, you've compromised enough. Pepsi Zero Sugar. That's what I like. (sighs) Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. You hear that? I'm a torrential downpour. Torrential? What's that even mean? It means you can't see out of your windshield. And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. What do you call a group of grown men and women with their faces painted silver and blue who get together every week to share a three-hour-long ritual of jumping, sinking, and toasting Miller Lite and 10-gallon hats while yelling, how about them cowboys? You call it Miller Time in Dallas. Here's to the Cowboys. Here's to the original light beer. It's Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. 2021 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back, back, back to mixed shots. Proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys, K-Post Roofing and Waterproofing. From corporate homes to your home, have your roof checked by choice, not by chance. Call now, 214-225-4860, kpostcompany.com. 
Okay, the Cowboys are in a stretch here of playing four straight NFC North opponents. Okay, you get to win over Detroit, and then this week Chicago, and then it's bye week, then it's at Green Bay and at uh, Minnesota. Then on Thanksgiving Day, the Cowboys will play the Giants, and then they start a stretch against the AFC South. Same thing? Basically. It, it may be one week in there where they're not, not playing. Do you have their schedule in front of you there? I do. What do, what do you got after the Giants? After the Giants is Indianapolis, Houston, Jacksonville, Philadelphia gets in the way, and then Tennessee. Yeah, so four out of the next five, you're going to the AFC South. I don't know. It's a scheduling quirk there. So looking ahead, Indianapolis is when? Week 13. Who will be the quarterback of the Indianapolis Colts when the Cowboys play them in December? Is there somebody behind Sam Ellinger? <laughs> it, it's Nick Foles. <laughs> oh, okay. So you got so yesterday Matt Ryan and he's got a shoulder issue, but he got benched for Sam Ellinger, and Frank Reich makes the announcement that Ellinger is going to be the quarterback the rest of the season. It's not just for this game. He they're going forward with Ellinger as their quarterback. So my question is, Ellinger's going to still be the quarterback he'll, week thirteen when they come hurt. here? He'll get hurt. Yeah. Isn't that his deal? Didn't he have like injury problems at Texas? No, nah, he was just no. a running quarterback. No. Tough guy. Tough guy. Yeah. We, yeah. Tough, um, tough guys are like brave pilots. Here's what's interesting, and it's Cowboy related on that move by Frank Reich. It reminds me of 2006. Week six, Cowboys oh. were three and three. This was week seven. The Colts are three, three, and one. Okay, the Colts with 37-year-old Matt Ryan. The Cowboys had 34-year-old Drew Bledsoe. And the Cowboys had a quarterback that they liked behind him who hadn't played in a game outside of holding <clears throat> on field goals and extra points. And here's Ellinger, who's 24 years old. Romo is 26 years old. So Romo replaces Bledsoe at halftime of that game against the Giants in Week 6. Cowboys wound up losing that game. And what people may not remember is Romo actually threw three interceptions in the second half of that yeah, game, also have, two touchdown it passes. It might have been the first pass he threw. Yeah, too, there you go. The and uh, one was a pick six, I think. Yes. And so then the next week they played Carolina. And at, Cal- Carolina. at Carolina, and I think it was three straight road games the Cowboys had coming up. And they win that 35-14, and the rest is history. And now Tony Romo's in the CBS broadcast booth alongside Jim Nance. So is Sam Ellinger going to follow <laughs> the Tony Romo That was story? a pretty circuitous route to get to. <laughs> but it's interesting. I mean, it was almost like the same situation. Even if you look at the, the stat, Bledsoe that year had thrown eight interceptions against seven touchdown passes. He was the number one pick in the draft. Ryan was the third pick in the draft. Okay, and Ryan this year, nine picks, nine touchdown passes, plus he's fumbled a ton of times. And so it's it's kind of the same mindset that Reich has with his Colts team. And what happened with the Cowboys that year in 2006? They ended up in they the playoffs. They ended up in the playoffs. They go 6-4 and four the rest of the way. And so people are, are thinking Frank Reich's crazy for saying that Ellinger is his quarterback the rest of the season. Well, I don't know if Parcells actually came out and said Romo is the quarterback the rest of the season, but it was obvious – he was giving the reins of the team to Romo at that point. He saw, and it turns out they went 6-4 and four and made the playoffs. He saw one too many interceptions in that game against the Giants. Mm-hmm. And, it was and, at, and Frank Reich saw one too many interceptions yeah. from Matt Ryan. 
It was at the end of the half, and he threw a pass, and I, I could still see Parcell saying, I told him not to throw passes like that. I'm sick of them. And he walked in the locker room and said, we're going with Romo. <laughs> and see, that's what I think I think the Indianapolis coach is hoping that he has found a Tony Romo here. And now what Ellinger had that Romo didn't have, he was a draft pick. He was a sixth-round pick, and Romo was not. So I, I mentioned the Cowboys playing young guys. Mm-hmm. Let's count them up because they've put some young guys in you know significant situations right or less experienced guys I should say um, the Tyler Smith deal they kind of went with him mm-hmm. um, I don't know your take on it Nate but he seems to get better uh, with each game like he's improving yeah what it is I was trying to figure out why he was giving up giving these sacks in the last three games he's given up four sacks I think three or four sacks and I was listening to Broadus because, you know, Broadus scouts pretty good. And, and uh, because one thing Broadus said is he gets up high. And But my thing is he lets people get to his body before he stabs with his left hand. He's a left-handed guy. He plays on the left. I'm not, I don't know if he's left-handed naturally, but he's normally a left-handed guy who played on the left side. What, what I've been taught is let your hands guide your feet. You know, let your hands guide your feet. And so as I'm sliding and kicking back, and my foot is trying to split bill. I get my hand on the nearest point. I'm hoping it's your chest. Uh, if I can hit your face mask right quick, I can get it off, you know, to stunt you. That's what I'm trying to do. But he lets people get so close. And that's what I want as a defensive lineman. I want to get close. I want to be able to move you. You know, the closer I get, the better I am. I'm, you know, and so he's got to get a better punch. He's strong as an ox. All he got to do is punch, you know, boom, boom, a six-inch punch, and he can redirect or throw a guy off. Uh, this guy wasn't bending the corner. I thought this guy was bending the corner and really getting him. You know, he wasn't bending the corner. He just used his speed, and he got him in a bad position because he let him get so close to him. And then it's easy to step around. Oh, yes. It's easy to step around and bend the corner then. And so – but he's, he's – he's, he plays well. One thing about it, he's got a short memory. He plays hard. And when and, and the majority of the time he's gonna get his guy. I mean, I'm talking about in past situation and run, he gonna he gonna get on you. You know that was yeah. Um, that was one of the things that Jason Peters was uh, supposedly explained to him once he got here was about you need to get to your spot first. Yes. You need to not wait for the guy to make a move on you. You make the move on the guy. And I think that's kind of what you're saying. Is yeah. Like get your get your yeah. hands when out you, there. The thing is, you got to know your range. Once you learn your range, my range was, you know, I played with my hands kind of here. Yeah, I didn't play back here, you know, because my arms was already shorter than most people. So I played with them kind of out. So I could, boom, I get a quick punch. And, you know, and once you get that punch, then you can start fighting. But if you're waiting on a guy to make a move and you don't know where you're going to punch at, you know, if he if you punch and he go inside, you off balance. You know, uh, if that, you late with a punch, he and he and he even with you. We have the defensive ends have the same theory as wide receivers. Wide receivers tell you this: if I get even with you, if I get even with you, I'm leaving you. I, I know the route. I know where I'm going. You got to turn and make a move. I'm gone. And that's what that same way with the defensive end. If they get even with you, that's either inside of you or outside. They gone. You don't know what's happening. You don't because you don't lost a sense of where the quarterback at. 
say that was the problem that Brown was having last night. Their left tackle, yes, with, with Quinn, yes, he was he was letting Quinn get on him, yes, and that's why he jumped and a he, couple of times. And then he had to grab yeah. on for dear life, yes. So, young guy there, they were using Farniak, mm. right? It right, found a role. For one, him. one other thing on Tyler Smith is the guys that have gotten the sacks against him have been pretty right. good players. Yeah, yeah, th- that's all well and good, but that's why he's left tackle. Right, you don't that's want right. Those You're guys have, that's pretty but, good. Yeah, that's right. Because right. Hutchinson got him. Yeah. A- Aiden Hutchinson is in this game, and then the other two were Aaron Donald. Donald. Yes, yeah. So, yeah. Yes. so yeah, but yeah, you're right. You're going to go up against the Aaron yeah, Donalds you, yeah. and second picks in the draft yeah. when you're playing left tackle, and so you got to, yeah. And that's why I say he's got a short memory because he came back and he and he and he blocked him like three or four times. Mm-hmm. I mean, got his hands inside and just handled him. And you don't want that. You don't want that, especially when your quarterback is freshly coming back. You know, uh, you, but they did what they had to do. Well, he, this kid is okay. You know, yeah. and. Fifty years ago, Rayfield Wright went up against Deacon Jones. Jones yeah. And so and at least Deacon you know, Jones told him that he asked me to know where his mama know where he was <laughs> That's at. right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Slapped wow. him in the head. Yeah, uh, your mama uh, knew where you at. What if Aaron Donald said the same thing to Tyler? Yeah. Uh, all right, go ahead, Mickey. So I was going to say uh, they were using Forniak. Unfortunately, they lose him now. Uh, hamstring, torn hamstring, torn hamstring. Which is so that's a long one. That's probably the rest of the season. I mean, it's if it's six weeks. By the time you get back, it's eight. Uh, and they were using him as a fullback, which is a shame because McCarthy likes using a fullback. If you look at his days in Green Bay, he always had a fullback. Um, maybe Jason Peters can play fullback. What do uh-uh. you think? No, <laughs> no, play left guard. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm not trying to be funny, Coach. It's a lot of guys out there that can play fullback. That can really block, yeah, and that, and that can really catch. Don't don't. No, don't. I was kind of yeah, tongue in cheek. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm, they can use Gifford. Gifford did yeah, a good job that yeah. game on the goal line, right? Yeah, I mean, and he's he's got the mentality that yes, throw himself in there. Yes, sir. And there you go, Mick. Now, when you have your little secret meetings with Coach, yeah, let them know. All the guys, you know, you know, you told me to show up because y'all had a little secret meeting. Oh, on Friday, yeah, on Fridays. <laughs> okay, yeah. the bigger question: uh, Who's the backup center? They're going to have to uh, bring Lindstrom. Yeah, the Boston College right. kids. Lindstrom, so can Lindstrom then be can, that guy? Can he be the fullback? Yeah, I don't. I don't probably. Know. I'm trying let, to. I'm trying to picture. Let his, Ferguson do it. Or one of the tight Yeah, ends. let Ferguson. He's the best blocker out of all of them. Mm. Let Ferguson do it. You know, cause and Dol- put forty eight on him again, like and, he had in the preseason. Yeah, you know, yeah. he's got the mentality to do it. Yeah, it, it, because I ain't trying to be funny, but Dalton ain't gonna get hurt no more. Dak is back, so Dalton is gonna be all right. <laughs> <laughs> Believe me, Dalton is gonna try his best to block. Now. I mean, if Dalton can can survive that knee issue that yeah. happened in the game on Sunday, he can get back out there yeah. for sure. And then speaking <laughs> wow. of that, the two rookie tight ends they're playing. That's there's, what I'm there's saying. There's two more guys. And they got the one, the, even the guy, uh, the third uh, guy we have on on the practice squad. What is John McEwen. McEwen. Yeah, is he, is he they a raised, guy too? They elevated uh, yeah. him. Uh, for special teams purposes, right? Is he a young guy? Is I mean, he's third year now. Third, third, year. third Michigan, yeah. yeah, borderline young. Yeah. I, I take like this right here. If we, if this team, like you say, with these young guys, uh, and you ain't mentioned the young guys on defense. Yeah, I ain't got there yet. 
Let's you know. get there when we come back here. You yeah. want about to? that? Okay. More young wow. guys here on the Old Guys Show in just a moment. No, he, they old. <laughs> we paid how much for those lessons? She's doing great. Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, can you pass me a Pepsi Zero Sugar? <sighs> great job, honey. Oh. oh, look at that. That's not the end. No way. Now it's time for the encore. You know what? You're right. Five times? Not enough times. For everyone who traded in rock concerts for their kids' recitals, you've compromised enough. Pepsi Zero Sugar. That's what I like. (sighs) Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. You hear that? I'm a torrential downpour. Torrential? What's that even mean? It means you can't see out of your windshield. And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. The season is finally here. For months, we've been gearing up to win. Now it's time for the team that performs on any field, United Ag and Turf. With John Deere zero turns for mowing, compact tractors for loading, mini excavators for digging, Gator utility vehicles for hauling, implements for grading, hay tools for baling, United Ag and Turf for winning. The official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com for more. Back, back to Mixed Shots. Celebrate spooky season this Saturday, October 29th at Halloween Spooktacular at the Star, presented by (laughs) Monument Realty. Come dressed in your Halloween best while you and the family trunk or treat, then head into the Star District for live music, spooky games, crafts, treats, and more. The event takes place from 3 to 7 p.m. For more information, visit the Star District Dot com. That's kind of a hard read when they kind of messing the words up on mm-hmm. you. Trunk or treat? Now, I like the spooktacular. Spooktacular. <laughs> and spooky games, too, yeah. by golly. Wow. Uh, Halloween coming up on Monday. Don't Cal- come to my house. No, y'all can come to my house. My wife, I think she give out candy. Oh, does she? Good ones. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We don't. We don't know. We give out great stuff. It wrapped up in packages. We don't do the. Yeah. No other way of doing it because you want kids to be safe. Mm-hmm. That's right. All right, uh, young guys. Young we're guys. Talking young guys here. We're going to go. We mentioned uh, the tight ends, uh, the offensive linemen, um, defense. So. We're going to go right to Deron Bland. Yes. With Jordan Lewis out for the season uh, with the Liss Frank uh, fracture. Uh, and Did you see it, how it happened? The Liz Frank? Yes. You were right. Yeah. Holy. Yeah. I saw it right away. I was like, wow, the dude hit it. But anyway, let's talk about it. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> uh, Bland came in for him and, and came in for him in the Cincinnati game when 
um, Jordan Lewis had the groin strain right. in warm-ups right. and played well. And so you keep these guys active, and now, okay, it's game eight, and I need you, Deron Bland. And uh, it looks like, you know, he, he's probably the first choice up to take a spot in the slot corner. I'm loving it. Nate, uh, when I saw this kid in training camp and I saw him playing, and even when he got beat, I think in the third or fourth preseason game, he got beat on a pass. I was like, learning. This kid is learning. So I, I think that he just gets better with each thing he goes through. And I, Bill, what are you saying? I'm sorry. I'm raising my hand because we need a breaking news alert. Okay, breaking you news alert. a breaking alert. news sounder? Okay. Now, Ever- Everson one? gives us a breaking news I, sounder. Okay, great, Everson, great. I yeah. think I got one for you. Here we go. Okay, here we go. What do we got? According to Ian Rappaport, the Las Vegas Raiders are trading veteran defensive tackle Jonathan Hankins to the Dallas Cowboys for draft compensation. Tom Pelissero reports... The Cowboys will send a 2023 sixth-round pick to the Raiders for Hankins and get back a 2024 seventh-round pick. So there you have it. Do we know anything about Jonathan Hankins? He has fallen behind in Las Vegas defensive line rotation, so this makes sense for the Raiders to cash in for a pick. Meanwhile, Dallas adds another competent player to an already ferocious defense, though they didn't have a huge need at defensive tackle on paper, according to well, that guy. So that <laughs> is curious because they had just signed Carlos Watkins to the 53-man roster off the practice squad. Yes, Neville Gallimore was inactive. Inactive with Neville Gallimore. This last game. So is there an issue going on with Neville Gallimore? Either one of those guys might get traded to get something back. And I know uh, I'm I'm saying this, and it's ugly what I'm about to say. Uh, If we're going to trade somebody, I really don't care Mm -hmm. unless you get something better than what we're trading. I'm being like honest. a sixth round pick. Yeah, because if Hankins can come in here and force one of our guys out through playing better, mm-hmm. it's all for the good. Uh, but I, I just don't, you know, a sixth round pick, uh, fifth round pick, all of that's good and well. They hit every blue moon. Uh, but I, what we need is guys that can come in and either improve. Our rotation, because that's what we're looking for. I mean, you're talking with Hankins, a 30-year-old guy who was a second-round draft pick of the Giants in 2013. Yeah. Um, and he's out of the rotation with the Raiders, right. who are not mm-hmm. having a very good season right, right now. Um, last year, he started 14 games for the Raiders, 38 tackles. Um, you know, he's a big inside run-stopping type defensive tackle. So, uh, it doesn't make me think that the Cowboys are going to trade a defensive lineman. It tells me that they've got an issue on their defensive line and they need, they need to bring in some help. 
But if they're bringing in this guy, then you might have too many defensive tackles. Well, that's that's my, my, my I'm wondering if they've got an injury issue. Oh, that we don't know about. Yeah. And since Neville Gallimore was inactive this last game, I will I don't know what his status is going he forward had a, or not. He had a wrist uh listed uh but he was full. So Right. Uh, but and then you know, Bohanna had been listed with a neck problem. Uh and so when was Bohannon listed with his neck problem after Philadelphia? Yeah, after no, he ended up being inactive. I think in Philadelphia because they were looking for no, well, not Bohannon. Bohannon, he played against Philadelphia, right? Well, the one game he was inactive yeah, because okay. of the neck. Okay, and then they decided they wanted somebody that was more versatile, right? Like could go lateral more than just be a speed yes. bump. Um. Mickey, I know you like PFF, right? Yeah. Okay. Hankins is graded better against the run than every Dallas Cowboys defensive tackle except for Tristan Hill. So. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, I remember Hankins at the Giants. Oh, yeah. He was like, you yeah, could not he, run against him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and he's, a, he's, he's your middle guy. If he comes to play, he could be what the doctor ordered. If he comes to play, he can be what the doctor ordered. And nine times out of ten, when you trade a player from a team that's struggling to a team that's that's winning, they normally come in and give their best best, best effort. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like that show the old team, see what you're missing, you know? So let's let's hope this guy give his best effort. Make I mean, good breaking news, but that young man thing, I liked it. I liked it. <laughs> So we can get we can get back to the young players. The, the, we, we just broke for some old, an old yeah, players coming I mean, here. Mick just <laughs> mine just went. Rob, yeah. where are you, man? Get your boy back. <laughs> Look no, at him, man. He hunts. He's, 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 he's lost. Him. I know. I was you don't trying. have papers from 1986 when they drafted him. <laughs> 1986. Bohanna must have been inactive. Don't worry, Mick. Bohanna must have been inactive on on Sunday. Because he's not listed uh, as not active. Bohanna had 24 snaps. No, he's talking about eight games ago. Mick, stop. What game are you talking about? Well, I'm looking at this. Gallimore was inactive on Sunday. Right. Bohanna had 24 snaps. And he played against Philadelphia. And the game that he missed was the Rams game. The Rams game. Okay. All right. Okay, can we move forward now, Mick, please? (laughs) Please man. get back on track with the young guys now. Well, we've established that an old guy's coming here. Okay. In the meantime, Mickey's trying to get rid of these young guys. He's about to talk about. But is Hankins different than Bohanna? Yes. Another young guy. Yes. He's a second yes. round pick, and Bohanna was what a sixth rounder. Yeah. Yes. He he, he will help in that rotation. If 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 if, if this guy understands, he's going to play. 20 snaps at the most, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he's going to give it his all, and it'll be first and second down. He should be coming out in other situations unless they need somebody to just press the center for, for the, to close the pocket a little bit. So he had 24 snaps. He must have zeroed out because he's not listed on any participations on defense. Okay. I, I, Bland, back to the run, Bland. Yes. <laughs> get back to contract. Can we get back to Bland? Yes, we can. Wow. So you like him in the slot? 
Yeah, and I thought he would be playing at least seventy uh, percent of the time when the season started. I thought he had took somebody position or forced people to at least split time with him. But I, I guess Coach wanted uh, Coach Quinn and Coach uh, Harrison wanted guys that knew their system for the and been in it the second year. Was he the guy yeah. that ended the practice against the Chargers with that interception? Yes, yes, in the end zone, right? Yes, yes. yes. Mm-hmm. I mean. I, I like the kid, and uh, he shows to have great savvy, man. And I agree. And I, and I just, to me, and and unlike Sam Williams, this kid plays under control. That's why they, yeah, taper Sam down like another couple, yeah young guy, another young guy. By the way, yeah, and, and you're right. Round pick, they tapering him down. I mean, you could see, you know, co- coming out of training camp. You thought this kid had a vendetta against tight ends. It's it just every time they lined a tight end up on him, it, it, it was almost a fight. I mean, because he would not let him go. He would just literally manhandle him. And, and where okay, and where has Bland been practicing all along? In the I se- believe in the slot. In the in, slot. And where has Kelvin Joseph been practicing? Left corner. Yes. Left corner. Deshaun Wright's the other one that we haven't mentioned, uh, who from last year's draft, a third round pick, who clearly is an outside corner. Right. I mean, and Bland is the Bland is the obvious replacement right. for right. for Lewis as a slot corner. And then the, McCarthy if, if, mentioned Wright being he'll be right. active. That right. doesn't mean he's going to play, but that, he'll. Because he's been a from special team special standpoint guy. and that sort of thing, and and what you would do, correct me if I'm wrong, if you went with one of the other guys, then Brown is playing in the slot, right? Right. So, on, but then you would situations. make two two changes to right. fix one. Where here you just exchange. Bland is a valuable guy. Yeah, I mean, and he proved it right off the bat in training camp in preseason games and against Cincinnati when he got the uh, spur of the moment an opportunity to play a full game in the slot. So since he'll Bohanna, tackle too. Mm-hmm. He's a willing tackle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Since Bohanna had 24 what snaps. What a find he yeah. was. Since Bohanna had 24 snaps and that's another young guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That they're relying on. I'm going to tell you and something. And they're getting good get getting good reps from Tristan Hill. This is what I like about and I'm see as an ex-player, if a dude got the best of me, it's just some reason I got to figure out why he got the best of me, and this can't happen again. And if I'm Bohannon, I'm just taking out that Philadelphia tape over and over because it don't matter what the next guy can do to me because you just face the beast. You just face one of the top centers in the NFL. Find out what he did, learn how to defeat that, and the rest of the guys will fall right in place. Like when I played against Jerome Brown, I, I worried about what he did. Because once I could play even, I would get the best of Jerome Brown, God rest, in, rest his soul, mm-hmm. that, I, I didn't worry about the rest. I, I, I truly didn't worry about the rest. So, All right, what you looking up now, Mickey? I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> Bohanna missed the Rams game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, don't don't say that. There again. are uh, there are coaches on this staff also that have familiarity with Jonathan Hankins, as he was with Indianapolis when Philbin was uh, obviously Philbin was on the offensive side right, of the right. ball, and then his time with the Giants uh, as well. Would, um, so, and you look back early in his career, Hankins actually his second year in the league had seven sacks. Yeah, I'm telling you. 
you know, on my show, they, 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 you know, they put this, you know, hey, what would you do right now? If our offense don't get any better right now today, what was the biggest thing which you would do, Nate? And I told myself, I would go out and get me a proven run-stopping nose. I don't want to – I got a three technique that penetrates. I, I got Osa. He get up field. And we, we, if, that's what Gallimore wanted to do, just get up field. So I got guys that can do that. I need a guy that's going to allow my linebackers to come down This field. is when, when, when um, Randy White used to do our uh, Cowboys game day right. pregame show on CBS 11. Yeah. He yeah. was always – every year – I want that big bazooka in the yeah, middle. Yes. And, and this is what Hankins, he's listed 6'3, 340 pounds. Right. He is the he's not he's not the same player when he came into the league at 320 pounds uh, right. where he can run enough to get a seven sacks right. in a season. But he's the big bazooka that right. the Manster is looking for in the middle right. of the defense. Don't do that. Tony did that. I think he lost his voice after the game. <laughs> and Tony went with it, trying to do the the coach voice for the Detroit. Tony had did a whole like 35 seconds out there, his voice wasn't right. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. And and Watkins played uh, 20-some snaps. He had three tackles in the game. But Watkins – he's kind of that guy, though. But, see, what Watkins is is moved from a position down, right? He's has he always been that big guy? I don't think he's always been right. as heavy. He's and, been more of yeah. Yeah, he's been more of that five technique, technique yeah. five technique. Yeah. And what and what he's did a, a few times, he stonewalled the guy, but the but he couldn't get off the block. Mm-hmm. It, it took his, it took his punch and everything he had just to stop the guy. Right. Watkins he was yeah, he couldn't before get off he came the block. here, Watkins was like a five technique yes. and a three four with Houston. Right. And three oh three oh five. Yeah. 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 Right. And Hankins is? 340 is what he's listed. 340. Yeah. That's what he's listed right now. So there you go. Yeah. So you got a speed bump in there. Mm-hmm. Now, I hope he's a little bit more than a speed bump. I hope he's like a caterpillar. He at least can roll a little bit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> their other option was moving Jason Peters to defense. Right. And so they instead <laughs> put Jonathan Hankins there. <laughs> you know, I, I respect everything Mr. Peterson has done, and I'm saying Mr. Because he's 40. I respect everything he's done. I, I respect what he's given to these young players. But, fellas, uh, this this is what I feared. He cannot give you 70 snaps. Oh, no, no. He's mm-hmm. the backup. Yeah, he cannot give you. And, and everybody keeps saying, no. Look, look at the film. Everybody keeps telling me they got all 22. And then they'll tell me that, that Peterson should be starting. This kid, McGovern. And I know he's supposed to be talking about young guys, but this kid McGovern is playing. Yes. He's not. Yes, he's going to get defeated badly a couple of times, but it haven't been sacks and it haven't been big yards for loss. You know, it's been for no gains, you know, uh, one yard loss. It ain't been no three, four, five yards in the backfield. Quarterback is getting trucked. Now he's gotten trucked, but he's kept his body between whatever he was protecting. You know what I'm saying? All right, we're out of time. Oh, that was good. I needed to give you this uh, okay. mix shot uh, injury report to finish the show. Okay. okay. So I'm walking off after the game down the hallway, and Dak Prescott comes walking by, mm. and I said, So we can shake hands now? <laughs> and he held his hand out, and he goes, Yes. And we shook hands. And he goes, I told you I could do it two weeks ago. I said, Yeah, but you said gently. <laughs> yeah. So I got a stiff handshake. 
with All his right. right hand from Dak Prescott. All right, so here we are. We have finally figured out Dak is ready to go. <laughs> I'm glad we could talk about him and he helping the team win. Uh-huh. That talking about him when he was sitting on the sideline, uh-huh. I don't like. There you go. Nate, we love you filling in forever soon. Way to go. Right, thank right. you all for and, having me, man. And next time, can we make sure – Mick, don't get stuck in a time warp. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's tough to do. That's what we're all about here on Mick Shots. We'll talk at you again tomorrow. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!